Oh, hello there. It's the titular Matt Stewart letting you know that I'm going to be in Sydney, Australia, and then Brisbane, Australia, doing uh, short runs of my show, Dryer Dryer. Sydney from the 8th to the 12th of May, Brisbane from the 16th to the 19th of May. Hey, but also, you might not know this, I'm doing a live Who Knew It with Matt Stewart in Sydney on the 13th of May and in Brisbane on the 14th of May. Holy moly, am I looking forward to these shows uh, please get tickets for all of these now. If you use the discount code do go on, that might work. I'm not sure, but worth a try. Really hope to see you there. Um, Sydney especially. Please come along. Brisbane also, though you're buying tickets earlier, better. Sydney lift, please. All right, I'll see you soon now. On with the show. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome to Who Knew It with Matt Stewart, the show where the guests write the wrong answers. I'm the titular Matt Stewart, and this week I'm being joined by Scorekeeper and Second Banana. It's Holly Leonard from the Pointless Reinvention Podcast. Welcome, Holly. How's it going, Holly? You ready to uh, second banana? I am ready to second banana. I'm ready to pod. <laughs> yeah, you're ready to pod. Ready to pod. I've been on your podcast before. It's a fantastic show. What, what's it about again? Uh, so we... <laughs> it, it, <laughs> it, it's pointless reinvention where we fix what ain't broken and we basically improv random topics. We've done cars. Matt was on the social media episode. Do you remember it? I do Do you remember, remember it well? I did it from Australia. It was, you know... 11. And you were in lockdown and we weren't. Okay. <laughs> Jeez, that's a rough start from you, Holly. <laughs> I can see you never know what kind of relationship you'll have with your sidekick, and tonight it's going to be a bit combative. <laughs> I can feel that. Our first contestant this week, Holly, is host of the Lawman podcast. It's James Shakeshaft. Hello. <laughs> How's it going, James? Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. What a pleasure to have you here. Oh, thanks very much, actually. Is Bristol Fire to come for you? It's, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Most places are far. Or I'd live in the countryside. I mean, that is not true. You live in England. Everything is nearby. <laughs> Every You could walk from one end to the other in half an hour. <laughs> and I complain about it. Yes. <laughs> Our second contestant is host of the Bore Men podcast. It's Dave Warnicky. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you spell bore man B-O-R-A or wait no you wouldn't do it that way uh, B-O-R-E or B-O-A-R I spell it B-O-R-A actually yeah, okay. you were correct the first time <laughs> bore a man a podcast oh, that's yeah. right yeah because I got a cease and desist letter from you and your co-host so I thought fine I'll be the bore a man uh, first time listeners might be wondering what this show is all about and how does it work anyone not heard the show before in tonight <laughs> <laughs> There was a bit of a pause there. I'm like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Everyone in the world has heard this. And that's then right. slowly every single person <laughs> sheepishly admitted to have never you know, having heard you, it so before. You, you haven't heard the show. This podcast has been featured in Who magazine. Yeah, that's Ooh. right. Do you know this? Whoa. Who a, magazine? In Australia, yeah. Yeah, okay. Hey? I was pretty stoked. Yeah. How did it end up in there? I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, the World Health Organization magazine. Wow. <laughs> Front page. Yeah, avoid. Yeah, avoid this. Bad for your health. Bad for your health. Anyway, for new listeners, which it sounds like there may be one or two in tonight, um, it's a pretty simple concept, really. I ask a relatively obscure trivia question, and our contestants have to write a convincing fake answer. I then read their answers, as well as the real one, and I have to guess which one is correct. Are we ready to play? Yes, yes, I am. I am also ready. <laughs> the first question comes from listener Heidi from Hastings. Is there a Hastings in England? And if, you, if there is, <laughs> is Heidi here? Yes, it's a very combative place, <laughs> from what I've heard. There's a battle of Hastings, is there? Yes. That's good stuff. Very famous yeah, great. One. 
Yeah, very, very famous, Matt. <laughs> anyway. That's why, I, that's why I knew it. <laughs> yeah. Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> the first question coming from Heidi is, what is the definition of the word quincunx? <laughs> <laughs> what is the definition of the word quincunx? Can spell for you if you need, or are you happy with that? They seem happy there. Uh, <laughs> no, I know. I'd, 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 love, I'd love a spelling. Let's be honest. Let's, let's go quinhunks. Holly, do you want to spell it, please? It is Q U I N C U N X. Fantastic. That's what I would have said as well. <laughs> While they're writing their answers, I'll explain how the scoring works. Holly, you might need to know this as you are scoring it. It would help. Okay. So you get one point if your fake answer is guessed by the other contestant. And another point if you correctly guess the answer. By the way, I'm also playing as the house. Boo! Oh my god. So you're mispronouncing the word boo there. (laughs) Yes, boo. Are you saying boo wounds? So I've put in two of my own fake answers for each question with the help of the question writer. And uh, I also get a point for each one of those that our guests choose. So each of us can score up to two points per round. It seems pretty fair, but the probability actually favours me. The house. Boo! It's rigged. It's rigged. Well, yes, that's right. The house always wins, though if you've listened previously, uh, you'll know that is not necessarily the case. Anyway, (laughs) our questions come from our great Patreon supporters. Any Patreon supporters in tonight? That was an efficient woo. Well yeah. done. Uh, if you want to submit a question, sign up on any level via patreon.com slash pod linked in the show notes. So, it looks like the answers are in for question number one. Holly's giggling. One of them is very good. That, oh, okay. Well, I look forward to finding out which that one is. Sucked. That is so brutal, James. Oh, my God. Yikes. That is Yikes. so brutal. It's the house. It's the yes. house. So, here is the question. What is the definition of the word quincunx? A cufflink made from a badger's face. That's option one. When objects are placed in the same pattern as the dots on the five side of a dice. A decorative silver cross used by a non-religious person to ward off bad spirits. Medical condition where the subject has multiple nostrils. In this case, five. Okay. It's quite specific. Or, or a medieval insult roughly translated to guy who knows four-fifths of fuck all. <laughs> okay, okay. So five good options there. <laughs> Either of you feeling like you want to have a, have a crack here? James, um, is anything jumping out to you there? Um, uh, the badger's face jumps out to me as a, mm. as a visual image. Um, but how big is a badger's face? It's bigger than a cufflink. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. So you quite a statement yeah, piece. You look quite yeah. ridiculous. It would be yeah. a shrunken yeah, yeah. head. <laughs> okay. Yeah, or just the nostril or one of the eyes. Yeah, part of a badger's face. Mm. Probably the nostril because they have a striped snout, of course. So that's how you'd know it was a badger. And then you're getting value for money on your cufflinks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Your quincux, sorry. <laughs> uh, what was the second one again? Second one was uh, objects placed in the same pattern as the dots on the five side of a dice. That is funny. See, <laughs> 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 so you're ruling that out. You're ruling that one out. That's the joke answer. That's, that's too yeah. funny. I mean, that was anything. the one that was tickling Holly. <laughs> <laughs> You tell me you collect um, D&D dice. I do collect So maybe D&D dice, dice. humour is your thing. Dice humour <laughs> is my thing. It's, it's, yeah, that's, that was just for me. Okay. How do I you collect that one myself. <laughs> collecting dice, what is it? Do you just have lots of... I guess that's like anything. Yeah. I was like, how do you do A that? Collection. Have lots of dice? <laughs> you just have more than one of them. Yeah. <laughs> that's how you collect a thing. And then you keep it. That's it, that's it. That's uh, the kicker. You've uh, got to keep it. Okay. You've got to keep it. Do you... Do you feel like locking something in here, Dave? Um, oh, gosh. And then there was the non-religious cross. Non-religious cross. Uh, the also medical condition funny. with the multi-nostrils. Five. Or the medieval insult. Four, five, there's, there's five going with, with the five there. So there's three going with five. That's what I'm trying to say there. But I'm thinking that that is 
A trick. I'm going to go with the non-religious cross, a Quinn Hunks. That's good. Mm. Okay, locking in the the uh, silver cross for Dave. Mm. Mm-hmm. What are you thinking, James? I, as funny as it is, I'm going to go for the dice-based okay. one. Well, don't throw away your point for humour. Well, you know. <laughs> I'm here for the lols. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, that's right. Sometimes the answers I'm are quite humorous as well, James. So, um, all right. Well, let's go through who wrote these answers. Uh, so we had a medical condition where the subject has multiple <laughs> nostrils. In this case, five. That was James. Oh. A medieval insult <laughs> roughly translated to guy who knows four-fifths of fuck all. That was the house. <laughs> <laughs> but well played, the house. That's very funny. <laughs> a cufflink made from a badger's face. That was Dave. Yes. <laughs> yes. Imagine it. Imagine. I <laughs> Can't enough. In fact, I will be making it after the show. <laughs> Did you realise the badger's face was that big? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it made me laugh to imagine a whole face. So this means that Ooh. one of you is correct. We're in for a point here. And it's not Dave, because a decorative silver cross was written by the house. It is when objects are placed in the same pattern as the dots on the five side of a dice. Wow. Well done. Smashed it. Thanks. So Found that me. means, Holly, we've got one point for James and one point for the house. Woo! Jeez, I love how divided this room is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> James, did you, did you know that or did you, you just had a bit of a... Just had a guess. Had a guess. Oh, wait, I, saw, I saw the Quinn and I went for the Quinn. Yep. Thought the Quinn, that's going to be five. Yeah. Cucks, no idea. Was it Cunks? Cunks, it was Cunks. Cunks. <laughs> it was Cunks. All right, I'll explain uh, the etymology of that a little more in a second. I'd love to hear more about the Cunks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but in the meantime, here's question number two. This one comes from Adam Knight from Croydon in South London. You in tonight, Adam? Oh. <laughs> Now, do you have a South London in England? <laughs> uh, the question... Quite combative. <laughs> the question is, on April the 6th, 1984, in Waukesha, Wisconsin, professional wrestler Ken Patera was arrested. But what had he done? <laughs> on April the 6th, 1984, in Wisconsin, professional wrestler Ken Patera was arrested. What had he done to be arrested? While you're writing your answers, Holly, let me tell you a little bit more about the word quincunx. Okay. According to Merriam-Webster, I mean, you can tell me this if you want. I normally say it, but you I mean, you've got the info there too. Sure. Uh, according to Merriam-Webster, in ancient Rome, a quincunx was a coin with a weight of equal to five twelfths of a libra, a unit of weight similar to our pound. Yeah. Isn't that fascinating? It's very fascinating. I've thrown you under the bus here. I'm like, this is a dull fact. <laughs> I'll let Holly tell this one. The coin's name comes from the Latin roots. Oh boy, quinque. Yeah, meaning I reckon five qu- and uncial, <laughs> meaning one twelfth. Uh, I also realised that you skipped a word in your question, Matt. If you're going to throw me under the bus. Oh, what? Are, oh, wow. Which, 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 oh, the wait. Yeah. Where in where in Wisconsin was this wrestler? Why why Keisha? Two can play a bad game. Yeah. <laughs> let's change. I've made a powerful enemy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me. I'll tell. I'll. I'll do the rest of this because you might have to chuck in their answers. Yeah. Um, so the ancients used a pattern of five dots arranged like the pips on a die as a symbol for the coin, and English speakers applied the word to arrangements similar to that distinctive five dot mark. So it was really the name for a coin which just had that pattern and then that word crossed over. I don't know how often that it would come up. Like how many things are in that pattern apart from the five on a die? I'm trying to think of anything else. Hmm. I mean, you know. You there was a suggestion out there? A badger's face. A badger's face. <laughs> yeah, have you seen him? <laughs> yeah, five. How many eyes does a badger have? Before or after Dave's been out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Looks like all the answers are in. So here is question number two. On the 6th of April, 1984, in Waikasha, in Wisconsin, professional <laughs> and professional wrestler Ken Patera was arrested. But what had he done? Here are your five options. 
He had a real-life beef with his opponent, broke kayfabe on a live telecast before pulling a gun on them in the ring. Bit of fun. Uh, (laughs) Keeping it light. uh, Kidnapped a novelty promotional peacock and took it on a road trip. A novelty promotional peacock. You heard what I said. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He ate every chicken nugget at the local McDonald's and then... Then went on a rampage through the kitchen searching for more. <laughs> after that's option three, option four. After being refused service at a McDonald's, he threw a rock the size of a bowling ball through the window. Two McDonald's related yeah. ones. Eh? <laughs> well, finally, his wrestling tights split, revealing his chop for all to see. <laughs> Instead of covering himself up, he started doing puppetry of the penis. <laughs> That is illegal in Wisconsin. <laughs> what? So I'm old. What is a kayfabe? Kayfabe. Break? I don't think that's a being old thing. That's just a that's a wrestling term. It's all fictional. I'm sorry if anyone's. <laughs> it's also they, they so they publicly saying you know this is, we're just mucking around. Right. That's breaking kayfabe. Just kayfabe. The stand opposite of breaking it? the fourth wall. It's the opposite no of that. It's building a fourth wall. Yeah. <laughs> Living the fourth wall. <laughs> and then pulling a gun on someone. Okay. <laughs> uh, anyway, now no one can see us behind this wall. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. Uh, and what, what was the wrestler's name again? Remind us of his the name. The wrestler's name was Ken Patera. Ken Patera. Ken Because okay. you you're a wrestling fan, aren't you, Dave? Yeah, especially from the 1980s. <laughs> <laughs> 84, that was a big 84, year. 84, yeah, big year, big year. Yeah, a lot, uh, of, a lot of shootings in the ring that, that year. <laughs> <laughs> no clues. <laughs> and, any thoughts, James? Anything sticking out or do you need to hear anything else again? Um, I'm leaning towards the Golden Arches, but I don't know which of the two oh, arches okay, I'm going to yeah. go through at the moment. Uh, I think it is the rock the size of a bowling ball through the window. Going to lock that in? Yeah. Awesome. All right, locking that in for James. Dave, We've what are you thinking? There. We've all been there. <laughs> <laughs> For new listeners, Dave can pick the same or he can go for a different one. It's up to him. Right. Were you trying to steer me towards something there or... I'm in your head, man. Yeah, you really are. I'm in your head. Am I bluffing? Am I double bluffing? Am I triple bluffing? Oh, okay. Or am I not bluffing at all? Am I crazy, audience, in thinking that he could have pulled a gun in the ring? Is that crazy? I mean, it would have been crazy to pull a gun in the ring. Yeah, so crazy. It just might work. Lock it in. (laughs) Lock it in. Mm. All right, locking in, pulling out a gun in the in the ring. He maybe, and then you know that would have been great for ratings. Yeah, Vince would have loved that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. If this was that company or whatever. company, sure, yeah. sure. Which there was WCW, there was WWE, mm. which was F. Yeah, it was F in the eighties. Mm. <laughs> Makes you think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go through. <laughs> let's go through who wrote the answers. So, uh, doing puppetry of the penis—that was the house. Oh. Uh, eating every chicken nugget and then going on a rampage—that was Dave. Yeah. Uh, kidnapping a novelty promotional peacock, taking it on a road trip in inverted commas—that was James. <laughs> novelty promotional peacock is a great phrase. I love that. You assume, yeah, it could have been NBC with the the broadcaster. That's their mascot. I mean, there's gorillas all around Bristol. It could just be, like, similar to that. Have you not seen the gorillas? Statues? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Um, I'll look out for them. He's climbing the bridge. (laughs) (laughs) Then we had... He had a real-life beef with his opponent, pulling out a gun. That was the house. No. Point for the house there. That's two in a row that you've fallen into the trap. I know, damn it. Of the who's. (laughs) Uh, That means that James was again correct. It was after being refused service at a McDonald's, he threw a rock the size of a bowling ball through a window. Yeah, you're a dynamo. (laughs) You're killing it. Thanks. Well done. You're welcome. Great. (laughs) (laughs) Jeez, English are polite, aren't they? (laughs) He's beating you. He's he's murdering you Mm. and just thanking you somehow. (laughs) (laughs) 
I love it. Yeah, me too. Me too. I'm loving it. <laughs> uh, <Aww>. McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> All right, question number three comes from Matt Rowe from Stanmore in New South Wales. Uh, we're near Old South Wales. Um, that's so true. <laughs> it is so true. South Wales classic. Is yeah, cool. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. The question is, what was the stage name of Spanish adult entertainer mm. and illusionist Vicky Layton? What was the stage name of Spanish adult entertainer and illusionist Vicky Layton? And while they're writing their answers, Holly, do you want to give us a score update here? So at the moment, Dave is unfortunately on nothing. Okay. <sighs> any that any Dave fans in tonight? Yeah. <laughs> You're letting them down. Thanks. <laughs> All right, guys, I got to this one. I'm coming up. But James and the house are both tied on two. Oh. <laughs> Mixed emotions. The crowd is really on your side. <laughs> <laughs> Love an underdog. Underdog equals... Dave. All right. <laughs> Bit of a quincunx. <laughs> Here's a little bit more information on the Ken Patera incident. According to ringthedambell.com. Is that a website you're familiar with, Dave? <laughs> I ring that bell every day. <laughs> on April 6, 1984, in Waukesha, Wisconsin, pro wrestlers Mesa Sato and Ken Patera went to a local McDonald's restaurant and tried to get something to eat. After being refused service because it was after hours, Patera allegedly threw a large rock at the glass of the restaurant, shattering it. Ken Patera claimed a teenage disgruntled employee was responsible for throwing the rock. <laughs> Either way, the incident did not end there as both Patera and Sato got into a physical confrontation with the two police officers responding to the situation. Do you blame that on the teenage kid as well? That wasn't me. Uh, Because Patera and Sato were pro wrestlers and because pro wrestling was becoming a national phenomenon, the incident made national headlines. Vince McMahon saw an opportunity in this publicity and signed Patera to the WWF. And he came up with this whole story, like he had another wrestler be his uh, manager... And it, that manager didn't visit the family while he was in jail. So they had a fight and uh, it, was, it was pretty big. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently the manager said something like, it, was, it started off as a, like a debate for some reason. They had the lecterns in the ring. But it came to blows. <laughs> which is disappointing. Use wow. your words, guys. <laughs> uh, well, it looks like the answers are in. I could have gone on, but... Um, <laughs> The question is, what was the stage name of Spanish adult entertainer and illusionist Vicky Layton? Here are your five options. Okay. The Conjuring Chameleon. That's good. The Magnificent Soup of the Day. Okay. The Smuggler's Bum Bag. (laughs) Sticky Vicky. Or Barbara. Or Barbara Cadabra. Five strong options here. Oh wow, that's that's mm. tough. Mm. Can we have them one more time? Yeah, okay. We should we should recap. So we've got the Conjuring Chameleon, the Magnificent Soup of the Day, the Smuggler's Bum Bag, Sticky Vicky, or Barbara Cadabra. <laughs> I really want it to be Barbara Cadabra. <laughs> it's so good. Barbara Cadabra though is what I and but. English is probably not her first language, so she would not have nailed that pun. (laughs) I mean, you're also banking that Matt's pronounced it correctly. (laughs) Which is, that's a dangerous game. Barbara Cadabra. Yeah. (laughs) No chance. (laughs) Uh, What do you think, Dave? I think is is this your turn to lock something in here? Oh, well, you're making me go first. I'm the underdog. Oh, okay. All right, James, do you want to have a... Yeah, I'm the overwolf. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um, uh, I I think it's the first one The Conjuring Chameleon Yeah, The Conjuring Chameleon Okay, I'll lock that in for James Lock it Dave, what are you thinking? (laughs) I am tempted by the smuggler's bum bag (laughs) Um. It's a very tempting dish Mm, Honestly, yeah Along with the soup of the day Oh, 
That's a two-course meal, yeah, I would. that's right. <laughs> I could sit down and enjoy all afternoon long. Oh, maybe a bit of sticky Vicky for dessert? Yeah. <laughs> Don't mind if I do. Sticky Vicky. Sticky Vicky. Barbara Cadabra. Oh, this is tricky Sticky Vicky. I'm going to go smuggler's bum bag. Sometimes you've got to go with your heart. You've got to go with your gut. You've got to go with your brain. Go with your instinct. I love yeah. that. Smuggler's bum bag. All Is there right. any chance of that? No. <laughs> <laughs> Let's okay. go through who wrote the answers. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> the Magnificent Soup of the Day. That was written by Dave. Mm-hmm. Now, talk, talk us through your thoughts there. What was your process? Um, okay. I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hungry for a little adult entertainment. Oh, yeah, yeah. And illusions. Okay. Please. Uh, Barbara Cadabra. That was the house. <laughs> the conjuring chameleon. Also the house. <laughs> oh! oh! I'm in with a shot here, people. So one point of the house there. The smuggler's bum bag. That was James. <laughs> <laughs> Damn you! Uh, the correct answer was Sticky Vicky. <laughs> oh, Any, anyone seen Sticky Vicky's work? <laughs> Apparently she's very famous. And you're, you're not far from Spain. Anyone seen Sticky Vicky in action? That, that was someone was giving a... Is someone over there? You, yeah, yeah. Your hand is up. Your mate knows Sticky Vicky. Oh, that's her. <laughs> I was going to explain it in a slightly more tactful way. <laughs> I really hope the audience might pick that up. That <laughs> uh, well, here. <laughs> so, Holly, and I'm sure your mate enjoyed it. <laughs> Holly, that is once again one point for the house, one point for James. Uh, no points. I for got Dave. it. Yep. Fuck, All right. Here's question sorry, number no four. Points for who? Uh, Dave had no oh, points. Oh, sorry, Dave. The underdog remains I'm under. so on. I'm so under. <laughs> Such a dog. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Dave is a dog person. He Absolutely. takes that as a compliment. Exactly. People Incorrectly. Call me, people call me a fucking dog all the time. And I say, <laughs> you, you goddamn right I am. <laughs> uh, here is question number four. Reaching the halfway mark here. It's a seven question game. So. Okay. I've really got to pick up the pace here. Yes, you need to come home with a wet sail for sure. This one comes from Jim Bates from Sackett's Harbour in New York. Which country novelty song was recorded by both Archie Campbell and Johnny Cash? Which country novelty song was recorded by both Archie Campbell and Johnny Cash? Holly, do you want to give us an update on the scores? I think people are probably able to do uh, one times three, but we'll see how... (laughs) So we've got Dave still on on zero zero points. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Thank you. But on three points, we've got James in the house tied. Okay, a few people are coming around to James in the house. Wow. The power couple. That sounds, <laughs> could be my spin-off sitcom. James in the house. Yeah. And it's just me in a house. <laughs> it's really boring. That's a good pitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, while uh, you're writing your... It looks like you already have, but I really want to tell people about Sicky Vicky. <laughs> Even though there was a little spoiler earlier. <laughs> There's a stat in there that's, that's shocking. <laughs> yes, there is a shocking stat. Well, do, you want to, do you want to read this out, Holly? Oh, I've got admin to do, Matt. Okay. I'll start. When you've done your admin, you can take over. Okay. Vicky Layton, now 78, would perform her 30-minute adult magic show six times every single night in Spain's party capital, Benidorm. According to Spanish newspaper El Pay, the unusual dance act was seen by more than six million tourists. (laughs) How many times did you say it? (laughs) Your mate. (laughs) Your friend. Uh, Before she retired at the age of 72. (laughs) Hey, hang on. What kind of crowd do we have here in Bristol? Hey, I thought we'd be not so ageist. Disgusting. <laughs> you, Six. not her. Ac- according to Spain Made Simple, uh, a beautiful website, <laughs> uh, they wrote, 
We must point out that the Sticky Vicky Benadorm Act is strictly for an open-minded people only. <laughs> Sounds like not the people of Bristol. <laughs> <laughs> Without ruining the surprise element of the show, Sticky Vicky is a lady who performs a series of adult magic acts with razor blades, Ooh. ping pong balls. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> We've all got a favourite. <laughs> Beer bottles and fire, <laughs> amongst other props. I read somewhere else machetes are involved as well. Whoa. Did you do uh, a lot of research? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it does finish by saying, where these items appear from will shock and horrify you. <laughs> I'll say no more. Stop. Oh, that guy's mate. I'll that say guy's no mate. more. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, what did you say? What did you call it? What's that? Where did it come from? Uh, wanny. Wanny? Wanny. I've never heard Wanny. I've never heard of Wanny either. It's, 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 <laughs> but I've heard Fanny. Uh, wanny is good. <laughs> so, no. Fun fact, Wanny is Japanese for dog. Oh. <laughs> Which sounds, also yeah. sounds a bit like Warnicky. Yeah, people call me Wanny all the time and I thank them. <laughs> Arigato, thank you. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, silly. Okay. (laughs) So it looks like the answers are in. Great. So the question is, which country novelty song was recorded by both Archie Campbell and Johnny Cash? Here are your five options. You shot me dead, open bracket, but I'm still loving you from heaven. (laughs) (laughs) That's nice. Uh, the second option, I've got no hands. <laughs> Is that the full title? No, no, open bracket. How do you think I feel? Or <laughs> <laughs> well, how do you think I feel? I don't know how to. Yeah. Uh, flushed from the bathroom of your heart. Ooh. Fell in a hole and I'm gonna keep on digging. <laughs> or I broke my rear view mirror, open bracket, now my past is filled with bad luck. That is deep. I know, yeah, that makes you think. Yeah, it does. It really does. <laughs> which, which novelty songs famously do. <laughs> so. All right, uh, what are you thinking? Dave, you still... Um, I mean, your t- tactic of hiding until second hasn't helped you. Okay, maybe I'll go first. You're yeah, sh- strike while the iron's hot. Jump in. What's the first one again? First one is, you shot me dead, but I'm still loving you from heaven. Okay. Then you've got, I've got no hands. How do you think I feel? <laughs> Flushed from the bathroom of your heart. Fell in a hole and I'm going to keep on digging. <laughs> or I broke my review mirror. Now my past is filled with bad luck. Okay. Okay. This is tricky. Every time I feel like I'm on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? (laughs) (laughs) And the most fucked answers have just come up on the screen. Um, Okay. Um, I'm Chris Tarrant, living my dream up here. Okay. Is he still alive? It's Jeremy Clarkson now, though. Is he still alive? (laughs) Sadly. (laughs) Unfortunately, yeah. Oh, Oh, okay. Oh, the UK's turned on their prince. Nah, good on him. And good on you. <laughs> Alright, Matt, I think I'm going to go with flush from the bathroom of my heart. Alright, locking in flush from the bathroom of your heart for Dave. Yeah. What are you thinking, Jim? I, I was going to call you Jim. Is that okay? You can call me Jim, yeah. What do you like? What do you think, Jim? Do you go Jim? by Jim? Alright, yeah, Jim's alright. Yeah, I'll go with that, yeah. Um, I'm going to... very comfortable around you, Jim. <laughs> I reckon fell in a hole and I'm going to keep on digging. All right, locking that in for James. Sorry, Jim. (laughs) Let's go through who wrote these answers. Uh, You shot me dead, but I'm still loving you from heaven. That was written by the house. Mm. With the the help of Jim, the question writer, you're going to boo him as well, you dogs. (laughs) You wannies. (laughs) That's the wrong word. I've I've mistranslated it. I can't let it go on. It's wannies a crab, guys. He <laughs> knew's a dog. Come on, everyone knows that. Why, people are calling you crab. Mm. Yeah, great. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Because of my, my claws. 
What's the, why is the clause? Pardon? Why is the clause? Yeah. You're, you're not nice to people. Yeah, yeah, I'm terrible. <laughs> I'm a bad guy. Um, continue. Uh, I broke my rearview mirror. Now my past is filled with bad luck. That was also written by the Howls. Ooh, that, that made us th- feel. That was I good. thought that was I, good. I, I wrote that one this morning, looking at a mirror. I thought this is actually pretty good. Yeah, it is. But I did sort of fight, like it. Ideally, a joke ants would fit. Yeah, anyway, I sort of. <laughs> ideally, it would have been written differently, but I think there's something there. <laughs> Look out for that being a tweet from me in future weeks. <laughs> that's how much. That's how highly rate, rated I think it is. Yeah. <laughs> Two weeks of nurturing the tweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You think it's good enough for a tweet? I'm going to workshop that until it's ready to tweet. Wow. We're all part of the process. Yeah, by the time you're ready, Twitter will not exist anymore. <laughs> I don't know. I've been on there a bit lately. It is flourishing. <laughs> uh, my man's in charge now. <laughs> what are you doing? You're going out with Elon Musk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, what are we doing? I've got no hands. How do you think I feel? That was James. Ooh. Fantastic work. Did, did I hit that right? Did I read that out right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I love that. It's, it's, it's coverable song. You just sing it in your own way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we all clap for that. It was very good. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's very good. I mean, anyone affected by the clap. issues there is... They're not going to be clapping, are they? No, that's actually quite cruel. Uh, yeah. That is the cruelest way to respond. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I wish I could clap, but I've got wanny hands. <laughs> it's a bloody crocodile, actually. I've misled you again. No. It's a crocodile. No. At some point, I'm going to get the right yeah, answer for yeah, that, yeah. for my own quiz. Uh, I fell in a hole and I'm going to keep on digging, which James went for. That was Dave's. Dave's on the board. Yes, I did it. That's right. In fact, Dave has double points because he also got a correct. It's flush from the bathroom yeah. of your heart. <laughs> Feels so good. Feels so good. The dog is back. You're now like a mid-level dog. Yeah. Actually, no, you're still the underdog. Yeah. Um, By one? Yeah, we'll check that score in a second okay. with Holly. But before we get to that, here is question number five. This one comes from Siraj Pierce from Melbourne. Are you in tonight, Siraj? <laughs> he is in I know he's in uh, Siraj, I knew you were Hi, in Siraj. We know you're in We came fourth with you In a pub quiz last night So We've heard all about it Here is Siraj's question Which of these Is a real species Of antelope So you've just got to come up With a fake name For a, an antelope species Holly do you want to give us A score update first? Yeah So there's only one point In it now Ooh We have Dave Coming up in second place With two points Thank you. Thank you. They liked you more when you sucked. I know, that's right. I, I, I'm risking being too good at this now. And James and the house are still t- tied on three. Ooh. This is anyone's game. Jeez, they got a good one in Bristol tonight. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Do you want to read out this info here, Holly, about uh, Archie Campbell? Yeah. It's, a, it's dull again, Two I'm sex. just remembering. Oh. I, I'll, I'll start reading out. You let me know when you want to take over. This All is right. according to Wikipedia. <laughs> Archie Campbell was an American comedian, writer, and star of Hee Haw, a country, <laughs> a country-flavoured network television variety show. <laughs> he was also a recording artist with several hits for RCA Victor in the 1960s. One of Campbell's best-known routines was known as "That's bad, that's good." <laughs> now I'm gonna I'm gonna explain it to you without any of his jokes. <laughs> Campbell would state a troublesome occurrence when the partner would sympathise by saying, "Oh, that's bad." Campbell would quickly counter, "No, that's good," and then state a good result from the previous occurrence. When the partner would say, "Oh, that's good," Campbell would immediately counter with, "No, that's bad." <laughs> 
until the new result and so on. I listened to a routine of that earlier today and I went for three minutes. <laughs> it, was, it was great. All right, looks like the answers are in. Question number five. Which of these is a real species of antelope? The submissive bean. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I can't give a show face. That's ridiculous. Kirk's dick dick. <laughs> Kirk's dick dick. <laughs> the long faced Jeffrey. Uh, Nile wet mouth. <laughs> or Anton Decalope. <laughs> Do you know what uh, antelope is in Japanese? Ooh, I do not ask me. I mean, I've covered myself in shame already. Yeah, okay. I've, I, I've, I do you speak Japanese? Evidently not. Okay. <laughs> you thought you'd just have a crack? Yeah, <laughs> just guess. It's, a, it's definitely a crocodile or water monster. But it's definitely not an antelope. Oh, no, yeah, definitely not an antelope. I, mm, I think I've got an idea what. An, no, it's not an antelope. Is it an antelope? Yeah. It's, uh, what, what? I thought whammy. it was an anteater. Because <laughs> an antelope. Might, might have given away my answer there. Um, <laughs> you, re- you reckon one of those five is clearly an anteater? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm going through my mind. Which one is it? <laughs> Do you need to hear them again before you lock them? No, I'm in? going for the dick. Go on, the dick. The Kirk's dick dick? Yeah. Oh, all yeah. Right. Locking yeah. that in for James. Kirk's Dave, dick. what are you thinking? <sighs> Long face Jeffrey or Nile wet mouth? Face Jeffrey, Nile wet mouth. Right, I'm going to go with long face Jeffrey. Long face Jeffrey, no worries. You two yeah. haven't gone for the same one all night. Oh, okay. You, Should I start doing that? <laughs> I mean, James has got most of them right, but yeah. you, you do you. Um, all right, so here is who wrote the answers. The submissive bean, which they loved. That was, <laughs> that was, so that was Dave. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Lovely. <laughs> I get it. Uh, but just in case any listeners at home don't, what, what's that about? Don't make me explain jokes <laughs> like Wikipedia just explained. That you were reading out that guy's routine. It sounded like someone reading out instructions for a board game. <laughs> and then he says, and then the other guy says. <laughs> I won't let you do that to my art. Okay. That's fair enough. Uh, but I loved it as much as I did, and I get, I get it anyway. <laughs> Uh, the Nile wet mouth that was written by Siraj slash the house. Oh, well done! Nice, that really made nice. me laugh. That made me laugh a lot. Nile yeah. wet mouth. The ant and decalope, also the house. Okay, we're on the money a bit here. The long faced Jeffrey, that was James. Oh, you betrayed me! Yeah. <laughs> you betrayed an anteater. Antelopes have long faces. Not as Not long as, long as, as an, an anteater. Ant ant <laughs> yeah, alright, but that. Alright, I didn't know it was a competition. <laughs> uh, Antelopes just have to reach the grass. Anteaters need to reach the ants. Yeah, okay. It's lower. Science. Science. Yeah. Sorry, guys, it's science. Yeah, right. Yeah, you lost me. Uh, that means uh, that Kirk's dick dick is correct, meaning James gets two points. Well done. Well done. Maximum points. So we're down to the last two questions now. Uh, this one comes from Eva Redmond from Tasmania. Uh, what strange occurrence happened in December 1457 in Savigny in France? Say that right, seven years? If no one's right. correcting me, I'll, yeah. Happy with that? Yeah. What strange occurrence happened in December 1457 in Savigny in France? And while you're writing those answers, here's some more <laughs> info on the dick dicks. Dick dicks are some of the world's smallest antelopes, with the largest, the Kirk's dick dick, standing between 14 and 18 inches tall, 
and weighing no more than 7.2 kilos. They're freaking adorable. You really got to check them out. Honestly, they look like cartoons. So what do we Google? Dick? Yeah. <laughs> Times two. Dick, dick, yeah. Yeah. That should come up, yeah. <laughs> They're so cute. Yeah. Do you want for the listeners at home? <laughs> Holly's trying to show James and James is not looking. Do you want to explain to the listeners at home what you can see? Uh, so it actually looks like a little, a little, it's really cute. <laughs> it's like a tiny little antelope. antelope. <laughs> Cute. Is it not really cute? It looks that's like it's smiling. Yeah, 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 that's cute. It's <laughs> really cute. According to question writer Siraj, they play chicken to resolve territorial conflicts. Males charge one another, stopping just short of physical contact before repeating the process by running from a longer distance. <laughs> Furthermore, they encounter uh, the encounter ends when one male surrenders, which results in both males scratching at the ground, urinating and defecating. So one of it, like, they know that they're never going to hit, but one of them eventually goes, whoa, 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 whoa. that was too, too much chicken for me. Uh, the dick dick's name is derived from the sound they make when they feel threatened. They lie low and hide from predators, but if they're caught, they run off in a zigzag-like pattern until they are safe. While they run, they make a trumpet-like zick, zick, dick, dick, sort of <laughs> sound. Very, very trumpet-like. Yeah. <laughs> Could you could you do a trumpet like dick dick sound? <laughs> no. I think actually, if you can't, I reckon Holly can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holly was telling us uh, earlier tonight. Very musical person, grew up in choirs and that sort of stuff. So I think Holly could quite easily do a zig zig dick dick sort of trumpet sound. <laughs> She's, uh, for those listening at home, she's uh, warming up the throat. <laughs> she's taking her jacket off. <laughs> she's just doing a classic warm-up technique, which is laughing and saying dick dick. Dick dick. <laughs> How do you do a trumpet sound? We asked it. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like pretty good. That sounds good. Pretty good. Thank you. That's it. That is it. Jeez, it was almost like there was a little, little dick dick in trouble in this very room, <laughs> zigzagging away. <laughs> what a great this is what way I do to when protect I run yourself. Away. Yeah. <laughs> hey, can't catch me. <laughs> like a line or whatever, just going oh. zigzag. <laughs> Here's question number six. Second last question. What strange occurrence happened in December 1457 in Savigny? in France. Here are your five options. A new wine variety was accidentally discovered when two crops of bad grapes were disposed into a large wooden bin and forgotten about. Bin juice. <laughs> a man was killed by lightning and at his funeral his coffin was struck again. The town decided to burn the body just to be safe. Uh, option three, two Christmases. Okay. Uh, option four, a sow and her piglets were arrested for murder. <laughs> or finally, half the population fell into a hole and couldn't get out. Were they listening to that song? Yeah. yeah. I'm going to keep on digging. <laughs> so you got the new wine variety, accidentally discovered. You got the lightning man. You've got two Christmases. Fuck, that sounds good. You've got uh, a sow and her six piglets arrested for murder or half of the population fell into a hole and couldn't get out. All right, who's, who, who wants to go first? I, I, I'm ready to lock myself okay, in. Okay, what do you want to lock there's in There's those here? criminal, criminal pigs. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, ooh, they would. They, they would. would. They would. All right, lock Particularly in. Particularly in December. But that's when they're at their hungriest. It's when they're kicking off. They don't want to be put in a blanket. <laughs> yes Because <laughs> a pig's blanket is pig skin It's more pig <laughs> So is the pig in the blanket yeah. It's all pig Yeah I can see why that would be very triggering 
Yeah, it, would, it could be like a friend's skin or something, right? Yeah. Oh, that is... You just put a human face on that pig. <laughs> <laughs> you monster. <laughs> what is it? What is it? Is that a food? Pigs, Pigs in blankets. blankets. Yeah. Mm. It's in, a sausage wrapped in bacon. In England. Is that not a thing? In, Aus- in America, it's just a sausage roll, I think. What's it in Australia? Oh, yeah, I've yeah, heard we, of we, a hot dog in a pancake. It's <laughs> <laughs> a bit much. Oh. Not yeah. for us. A bit barbaric. Yeah. <laughs> that was a joke for the English crowd. <laughs> yeah, right, so bacon wrapped around... A sausage. A sausage. Oh, it's great. Part of a Christmas dinner, it's like it's quintessential. It's yeah. the best. Yeah, little mini ones. How big's the bacon? Massive. It's like streaky, streaky bacon. Okay. I really hope no pigs are in tonight. Because we're going to get murdered. (laughs) Uh, So James is locked in the pig murder. Dave, what are you thinking? Uh, What was number two? Number two was a man was killed by lightning and at his Oh, yeah, number three, sorry? Two Christmases. Oh. Or is it the... Oh. Think of the pigs. You think should, I should lock in pigs? Are we going to tell them? No, think of the pigs at two Christmases. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. So many pigs died that year. <laughs> oh, my God. So it's either, it's either pigs are killing or being killed, I guess. Yeah. Or number five? Number five. Half the population fell into a hole. Yeah. <laughs> kept on I digging. I mean, they could have earthquakes or something over there. Yeah. It would be a weird way to write yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh-huh. I'm picking up, picking up what you're putting down there. Um, I'm going to go for the wine. Going for the that wine. That feels like a French thing. Yeah, that's a French. Yeah. Way. Oui. All right. Oh, yeah, I speak French as well. Oh, my God. <laughs> you're a master linguist. Does anyone know what's French for dog? Chant. 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 Um, what sound does a dog make in France? Wow. <laughs> Turns out I didn't know that either, right? <laughs> They're a waff. That's fun. Laugh. Laugh. <laughs> That's fantastic. All right, let's go through who wrote the answers. Half the population fell into a hole. That was the house. Two Christmases. That was James. <laughs> Just riding my dreams, James. A uh, man killed by lightning and struck again. That was Dave. Yep. I thought I could tempt you with that oh, one. I was very tempted. I really thought. Yeah. You didn't even mention it, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Being polite. Didn't even come to your mind for a second. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, God, new, you're good. A new wine variety accidentally discovered. That was the house. <sighs> so poorly written. Cannot believe you. I'm reading it back. I'm like, this sucks. But um, Yeah, right. But it felt like the most dull one. <laughs> yeah. So it felt believable. Okay. Well. Double bluff jar. Yeah. I don't understand what that means. Um, <laughs> uh, meaning, James was correct. A sow and her six piglets were arrested for murder. <laughs> Tried and convicted. So that is one point for James, one point for the house. Uh, we're up to the final question. We'll get a score update when uh, Dave and James are writing this final answer the question okay. is oh it comes from brian nichols from melbourne i'm not even gonna ask <laughs> uh, the question is what is the synopsis of the 2006 film joe's apartment <laughs> what is the synopsis of the 2006 film joe's apartment holly do you want to give us a score update so we have dave still on two points hey on the board Thank you. We have the house on four. <laughs> and James steaming ahead on six. <laughs> we can have a non-house winner. Yeah, so it's, uh, when I say it's anyone's game here, that's not quite true, but um, James and the house are still in it. Triple points. Oh, unless Dave wants to ask for triple points, it could happen. I'm going to pull, pull out the card and say triple points. All right. It's <laughs> triple points are on the table. Getting um, serious. So that means, James, that every... I mean, it's, it's pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> every point's now worth three points. Does it, wow. Does it triple the points I already got? No, just the oh. points you can get from now. So it's quite unfair for you, really. <laughs> and if Dave does come from behind... Um, 
as is my preference. <laughs> if, if he does, it would be a, a, a victory with a real asterisk, I think. Um, so while they're uh, writing their answers, here is some more information about the pigs who got arrested from historytoday.com. In December 1457, a sow and her six piglets were arrested in Savigny for murder. Together with their owner, Jehan Bailey, they were dragged off to jail and one month later, they were put on a trial before the local judge. According to the court records, three lawyers were present, two for the prosecution and one perhaps for the pig's defense. <laughs> Which is already unfair. Yeah. Were they, were they all human? I think they were all human lawyers, yeah. <laughs> one might well, you know, as much as a lawyer could be. <laughs> oh, snakes, aren't they snakes? <laughs> <laughs> Nine witnesses were called by name, in addition to several others whose identities have been lost. Based on their testimony, the judge decided that, while Bailey should have kept a much more careful eye on his animals, responsibility for the murder lay squarely with the pigs. The sow had clearly been the ringleader. <laughs> After consulting with experts in local customary law, the judge solemnly sentenced her to death stipulating that she should be hanged from a tree by her hind legs. It's wild that the crowd that was just loving bacon wrapped in sausages <laughs> is now seeing this as barbaric. Yeah, remember when you said they're the best? <laughs> this is how it happens. Well, maybe not precisely how it happens, but basically. Uh, the piglets were a different matter, though. Since there was no direct evidence that they had participated in the murder, the judge decided to let them off on the promise of good behaviour. <laughs> good pig behaviour. It's a full-on uh, and surreal episode from history, but it was far from unique. Animal trials were a remarkably common uh, feature of medieval and modern justice, especially in France. Although exact numbers are hard to come by, more than 100 cases are known to have taken place between the 10th and 18th centuries, all <gasps> involving all manner of creatures and crimes. Can I say the last bit? Yeah, please. Mules were charged with sodomy. <laughs> <laughs> Rats and locusts with the destruction of crops. Mo oh, gosh. <laughs> I quit. <laughs> you came in hot. I loved it. Oh, I'm so excited. You were so excited about mule sodomy in the crowd. <laughs> The crowd did not back you up. Dick, dick. <laughs> in the ass. Cockerels with laying eggs in defiance of their nature and dogs with theft, but pigs were by far the most common criminals and in almost every case they were accused of murder. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're, they're meant to be quite smart animals. So killing humans, I don't know. Well, they're meant to be like as smart as a four-year-old. That's really scary. <laughs> now that makes you think. <laughs> All right, here is the final question. What is the synopsis of the 2006 film Joe's Apartment? Remembering there's triple points at stake okay. here. If you both pick a, a house answer, house wins. Oh, I didn't think about that. Sorry, James. The house. The house. Damn the Dastardly house. house. Here are your five options. Joe's apartment. Straight to DVD sequel of the gorilla feature Mighty Joe Young. Joe moves to the big city and works at the local Dunkin' Donuts. Uh, Joe wakes up in a dystopian future to find that his apartment is a tiny pod, barely big enough to fit in a bed. After realising it's the day of his wedding, he needs to figure out what's going on, how he got there, and how to cater for 300 guests in such a small apartment. <laughs> oh, Joe. Uh, when a man relocates to New York and is short on cash, he moves into a rundown low-rent apartment, which is infested with singing, dancing, and partying cockroaches, who soon become Joe's best friends. Oh. <laughs> Uptight Joe inherits his grandparents' luxurious Manhattan apartment and things are going great until he finds out he has a housemate, the ghost of his grandfather. Ooh. Things get weird and wacky from there, but in time, Joe learns how to let loose and party, grandpa style. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Joe's grandpa. <laughs> or finally, a 68-year-old man hasn't left his apartment in 28 years. He decides to leave and immediately falls into a hole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is this one of them French films? Yeah. Yeah. And he just kept on digging. 
<laughs> All right, Dave. Do you want to do you want to have first dibs here? So, okay. Quick, so, quick recap. Quick recap. So you got uh, the mighty Joe Young straight to DVD okay, yep. sequel. You've got the dystopian future with the wedding, the wedding in a yep. small pod. Uh, you've got a man who becomes friends with cockroaches. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got the uptight guy who learns to party from his ghost grandpa. Mm-hmm. Or you've got one of these is real. Or you've got, <laughs> <laughs> or you've got a, a 68-year-old man who fell into a hole. Okay. I'm tempted by the hole. <laughs> But I'm going to go with cockroaches. 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 It's in this musical. Uh, yeah, there is. Yeah, the cockroaches do sing. Okay. Singing and dancing. Great. All right, lock and that partying. In for Dave. And partying. And partying. Grandpa style. What are you cockroach thinking? Style. Yeah, cockroach, cockroach style. Yeah, cockroach style. I think the cockroaches. Yeah. Oh, both mm. going in the cockroaches. Oh, okay. Yeah. A strategic move there, James. Yeah, but if this was written by the house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The house would get a lot get of points. Six points. Yeah. The house would get six points. Do you want to do this? Does it mean Dave doesn't win? Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure Dave. it's impossible for me to win. Okay. Yeah. With that yep, move, yep, you yep. bastard. <laughs> <laughs> that feels right, though. Yeah, yeah. totally. All right. No, you've done really well. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. You never know that I've been on this show more than anyone in the world. <laughs> Have you ever won? <laughs> Have you ever won? Uh, maybe once. Yeah, you have. You've won. Yeah, you won. Good won job, in buddy. Brisbane. Yeah, yeah, I won. And I'm pretty sure they were taking pity on me again. So, all right. Here's who wrote the answers. Uh, the straight to DVD sequel for Mighty Joe Young. That was written by James. Oh, it's good. It's good. I wanted to watch it. <laughs> I'd watch it because of the gorilla and donuts. That's just yeah, yeah. lovely image. Lovely <laughs> image. Beautiful cinematography. <laughs> uh, the dystopian future wedding. That was the house. Ooh. 300 guests. (laughs) (laughs) The 68-year-old man who fell into a hole. That was Dave. Guilty. Guilty. Yeah. yeah. Uh, The partying grandpa. That was also the house. Meaning the correct answer is the singing, dancing cockroaches. Yeah. Yeah. We did it. We did it. We did it, but you more importantly did it. I did it. So, Holly, that means three points to Dave, three points to James. Um, while you're tallying up the scores, oh. <laughs> which I assume could take quite yeah, some time. Yeah, it takes ages. Uh, I'll just tell you briefly, Rotten Tomatoes gave Joe's apartment a critical consensus of 19%. Out of? Out of the full hundred. Oh, God. Damn. Uh, one of the brief review clips comes from Andy Seller writing for USA Today. He wrote a scathing review and one of the sentences I like to pull out was so much up to the minute technology hasn't been used for such a disastrous product (laughs) since the Hindenburg. (laughs) (laughs) I've I've actually seen it. Oh, have you? Yeah. Yeah. And I, is it is it I that would, good? I would have rather have fallen in a hole. <laughs> <laughs> awful, awful, awful. That's film. so good. <laughs> All right, Holly, do you want to give us a final score check? So there is a twist. Ooh. In last place. Don't tell on me. On four points. What? Is the house? Yeah. <laughs> in your face, house. Yeah. Cop it. With five, we have Dave. Thank you. What an absolute whammy. <laughs> and with a solid nine points, we have James. Yeah! Well done, James. Thanks very much. Jeez, that was you you just seemed like you know things. Yeah, you dominant I think did you get everyone except one correct? Well done. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think I did actually. Yeah. yeah. yeah I am great, actually. <laughs> <laughs> James, do you want to let people know where they can find you? Oh, uh, in terms of on, on your podcast? <laughs> <laughs> um, it's Lawmen, L-O-R-E-M-E-N podcast, uh, and it is a podcast about obscure history and myths and legends and things like uh, court cases for animals and 
cockroach-based films. <laughs> <laughs> and Dave and I were on a recent episode. Yes, yeah. Well, I gave you a little whistle-stop tour of the UK ahead of your whistle-stop tour of the UK. It was so good. Yeah. Are, we, are we? Where was the place? What, what? What's Bristol? Is that the one with the fish? No, that was Glasgow. Was the? Um, that <laughs> I was, was paying the, attention. <laughs> <laughs> The fish with the ring. I can't. I is this the one with the pigs who settled the cathedral? I think that was Glasgow as well. <laughs> <laughs> it's mostly Glasgow based episode, if I'm honest. I remember nothing happened in Birmingham. Oh, yeah, is no, this the nothing. one with the hole? Someone had a hole? That was Manchester, yep. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> You're getting closer. All right, well, if people want to find out, they can listen, I guess. We have done episodes on Bristol. We did one about there's the pub. Um, from Treasure Island, which has got a store made of skin. Oh, so it's a very funny podcast. Yeah, wow. And Holly, your podcast? Uh, It's Pointless Reinvention. It's great. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I'm on Twitter. I'm H-O-L-L-E-H-M-E. It's Hollamy on Twitter. I'm massively into F1. If anyone wants to talk about F1 with me, that'd be great. And Dave, where can people find you? Uh, they can find me on the Book Cheat or Do Go On podcasts. Thank you. Uh, thanks so much for listening, everyone. As we are a new show, it'd be great if you could help get the word out there. Please give us a five-star review and tell your friends if you think you know someone who might enjoy it. Thanks so much for joining us, you three. And see you all next week, you dick dicks. <laughs>